business of being a business is not simple nor easy. Often companies need professional, legal, real estate, recruitment or educational services to help them do what they do. This podcast is for all those working within business services. It's here to offer advice, guidance and solutions to the problems and challenges people face on a daily basis. My name is Sarah Paul and this is Blazing Business Trails. And I'm Corvin Dahari. Together, along with industry experts, analysts and people from these business services sectors, we'll be looking at key issues and trends for those within professional, legal, real estate and recruitment or educational services and more. In today's episode, we'll be discussing client centricity. How do you develop a business centred around your clients? How do you establish and grow your client-centric strategy? So joining us today to discuss all of this are Danny Owen, Enterprise Architect from NCC Group, and Giles Sams, Delivery Director from CloudShift Group. Welcome, Danny and Giles, to Blazing Business Trails. Great to have you on the podcast. Hi. Thank you. Great to be here. So Salesforce has partnered with CloudShift for many years and across business services, and we also know that you cover other sectors too. Thank you, Giles, for inviting Danny from NCC Group to join us today to tell the listeners about our collaborative relationship and also on client centricity. So I'm going to kick this off. Um, Giles, to you first. Are you able to tell the listeners about CloudShift and how you work with Danny at NCC Group? Yeah, of course. Um, CloudShift, so we are a, a Salesforce specialist consultancy covering all the products on the, the Salesforce ecosystem. And we've been working uh, with Danny and the NCC Group for two years now on their total digital transformation program. Um, and that's all about uh, modernizing the way they do business right from the, the first touch points they have with customers, normally leads kind of on the marketing side, all the way through all the cycles and the different functions of the business, things like sales, delivery, finance, and harmonizing those touch points and making sure that um, everything is digital um, and, and uh, joined together from a people, process, and technology point of view. Welcome, Danny. Um, let's um, explore what uh, customer centricity means. What does it mean to NCC Group and why is it important? Customer centricity for us is just about making sure that the customers are front and center of everything we do. It's making sure that we deliver real value to our customers. Uh, it's really important that we actually know our customers and that we can assess their technology environments, their supply chains, their assets, so we can determine the efficiency of their cyber resilience. And in that way, we can really help to support with improving and implementing solutions that meet those requirements, um, both strategic and um, tactical uh, where needed. Thanks, Danny. Thanks for that intro in terms of what customer centricity looks like. But lots of businesses are really focusing and doubling down on customer experience. How is NCC helping its customers really get value from that experience end to end? So what's important for us is making sure that our customers hear one voice from the entire organisation. I think NCC, we've grown massively through acquisition over the years and um, we've got a number of different uh, divisions or business units around the world who have different specialisms, whether that's cybersecurity, whether it's software resilience or whether it's managed service and managed threat response. Um, so what's really important is that irrespective of where our customers or who they're speaking to within the organisation, they're hearing that same voice. So then we can better understand their, their overarching needs. I think what's what we found in the past is because we've got different specialisms and we deal with so many different types of customers, 
you can get mixed messages when you're speaking to different areas of a business. So for us, it's really important that we're presenting that unified voice, but we're making it easy for them to understand what we do, how we do it, and making it easy for them to buy from us or work with us where they where where it makes sense. Giles, how can uh, data help connect businesses as well? You mentioned you know, Danny mentioned unified systems. How can data influence that as well? Yeah, so for for a company like NCC, where they've got very specialist, very skilled technical people who can really provide a lot of value in the cybersecurity space, they've got a lot of pockets of expertise there. So they might have a pocket of expertise that's very specific to, say, web applications or to mobile applications, or even to something like um, trying to hack into your fridge or your car, something like an Internet of Things kind of thing. So to get that unified approach that they're aiming for, to really put the customer at the center of their business, it's really important that they can link up those different functions within their business. So those are a very particular function. They need to make sure that those teams are working together and they have a unified account plan for how they approach that customer. And the customer isn't feeling like there's separate teams within the NCC that are approaching them from different angles. So to, to make sure they do that on the NCC front, on the, the kind of um, customer relationship management front, they have their data joined up and need to ensure that they know what services they have provided, what services they can provide to the client, what would be relevant, and kind of join that all up from the account management, marketing, um, and delivery fronts. So data is, is the front and center of how they know what they've done and what they will do in the future. And Giles, is there a process that uh, CloudShift or you follow when engaging with a, a client or a customer, whether it be the first time or the or the twelfth time, for example? Yeah, what well, we have our standard delivery methodologies, but I, I think what's really key is really understanding the client's needs. When you're a consultant like us coming in and doing Salesforce consultancy, the, the Salesforce part is is put to the side at the beginning, and then you're really trying to understand what the business is trying to achieve. So we really try and put ourselves in the shoes of the client and really understand their business, what where their pain points are at the moment, and most importantly, where they're trying to get to in one, two, five years. Then then after that, we can come to the technology solution and how that fits in with the, the real strategic and tactical aims. So let's talk a little bit, um, Danny, if we can, around the engagement with CloudShift. Can you tell me a little bit around what was that engagement, what were the drivers, and how did um, CloudShift really deliver value to NCC? So we started about two years ago. Uh, so NCC, uh, when our, our new CEO, Adam, joined the business, he, he kicked off a, a program that we branded Securing Growth Together. And this was a, a self-help program where from within the business, we were aiming to rationalize and centralize and globalize the many different functions that we have around different divisions, different business units and different geographies. So as I mentioned previously, we've we've grown massively through acquisition, which has meant that over the past 10, 15 years, we've got so many different legacy systems. We had different processes to complete the same activities. We have different cultures and ways of working. So the Securing Growth Together program was all about bringing all of that together so that we are one firm working in one way and kind of underpinning all of that was a desire to implement systems, processes and adopt a set of cultures that 
abide by our, our overarching strategy and, and kind of stick to our key values. What was the self-help part of it then? So rather than just reaching out to um, a consultancy firm uh, to come in and to kind of direct us on the path that we wanted to be, we, we decided that rather than doing that, we were going to adopt um, that self-help program whereby we would look internally to our own our own leaders, our own um, employees, and and really build a team out of those individuals who know and understand NCC, who understand our values and how we want to operate and what our strategic view is of the future, and build a program of transformation around that. So that's systems, processes, coaches is bringing it all back together uh, from from the different organisations that effectively used to make up NCC. Okay, so to, to, to coin a phrase that we use quite a lot at Salesforce, you found your trailblazers internally. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a lovely way of putting it. So CloudShift kind of came into the picture. So we, we went through a process of looking at um, the processes and the systems and what, where we wanted to be. And we, we decided that historically we've always been a, a heavily on-premise based organization. So all of our solutions were sat on-premise. And I think that mainly stems from us being within the, the cybersecurity realm. Um, but obviously, with the growing prominence of tools like Salesforce, cloud is it's now the best of breed for not just CRM, but any number of other other areas. Um, so we decided that Salesforce in particular would be one of the, the pillars of our um, systems landscape. So when we started to work with uh, Giles and the guys at CloudShift, we were we were right at the beginning of this self-help program and we were we were just looking to understand how we could start to realize the benefits of, of tools like Salesforce and MuleSoft in amongst our uh, our procedural changes and our cultural shifts. So how's your marketing and sales team, how are they finding these new tools that they've got access to now? How, how much of a difference has it made? The two biggest wins is the fact that we've now got everybody using the same CRM platform. So before we implemented Salesforce, we had five or six, um, either different tools or different instances of the same tools so it was very difficult for the left hand to see what the right hand was doing so if you had somebody in one division talking to a customer you could also have that same customer being spoken to by another area of the business but the two would never know that those communications were happening unless they they bumped into one another or the customer mentioned it so i think one of the one of the biggest benefits early days was the fact that all of this now sits in the same platform so we can easily see what that overall picture of a customer looks like what engagements they've had with different people what they've bought what they've talked about what they've got lined up in the future what the strategy looks like so i think just having that view of a customer is was an amazing step forward charles i'm interested to understand um from you what we're hearing today from from danny and and um the transformation done at ntc what are you seeing across across business services um as a whole yeah i think what you see at ncc i think ncc have, have delivered their program very well they started out with the sgt so that gives you an overarching process and strategy point you're trying to get to where they've decided who can do what what um approvals are needed what um checks are in place both commercial and technical and that gives them a very, very strong alignment between their different countries, many of which have come on board um, for acquisition. So it, it acts as that point of allowing um, process harmonization. 
Um, and then they've they've chosen to go for the full digital transformation, which is uh, very good because then it allows you to harmonize all the way along from lead through to whatever your endpoint is, delivery or, or finance. I think in the broader professional services um, uh, world, I think you're seeing this more and more. Um, some businesses are modernizing and moving to the cloud or, or moving to um, updated products just on, say, the sales side, some on the marketing side, but a lot are also following in kind of NCC's footsteps where you take a, a two to five year plan of a total digital transformation and you you find a point where that you're trying to achieve. You have some objectives. So kind of in NCC's um, case, you've got things like the harmonization between systems. You've also got a lot of savings on the sales side from having those checks and balances in place so you don't get one year down the line, find out you've pitched for a massive client, a massive project. You've you've um, put a lot of resource into that, and then you don't win it. There's a lot of checks and balances along the way to make sure your your marketing sales and pre-sales resource is focusing on areas where it can really generate the most value. Based on the current pandemic, are you seeing your customers think differently and accelerate that transformation process quicker than they would have done? say eight nine months ago yeah i think it's we have some touch points of clients and i can say from ads which which may or may not represent the the wider wider world i think we're seeing an acceleration towards kind of digital and and change and some of our clients have certainly used the the covid pandemic as a as a kind of kickstarter to move to a much more um, digital infrastructure and much more automated processes between different functions so yeah i think you could certainly look at a lot of our projects and some of the starting points or, or initiators were the the covid pandemic yeah danny i mean how have you coped during um lockdowns how's your how's your company cope with this yeah so i think in terms of managing our way through the pandemic, we were quite lucky because part of our, our SGT program was also a transition from on-premise to cloud for our collaboration and communication tools. So we we kind of switched to that quite seamlessly. And in truth, because of the nature of what we do as a business and also how we position ourselves as the, the parts of business which support the selling and delivering business units, We've been really lucky in that we've managed to continue operating at, at, at the same level throughout. But I, I dare say probably wouldn't have been as smooth if we hadn't moved forward with the transition to cloud at the time that we did. Things like Salesforce, for example, the fact that the guys can continue to use the systems uh, without any interruption and without any uh, serious concerns, and they can still paint that full picture of what's happening around around the companies. To, to market this, uh, are you doing some personalised marketing at all? So we're quite new to the account-based marketing. So we, we've implemented Salesforce. And I think the first steps was just getting our, our underpinning, underpinning processes in place, getting everybody to follow those processes, to adopt a global view of our account management processes. And then that's the framework upon which we're building the, the second wave of our SGT program, which is really looking at how we manage our accounts globally, how we, we move into account-based marketing, how we have global alignments on our portfolio and offerings. So that's really going through the next phase of our implementation. And I think you tie that in with the likes of the, the marketing automation tooling, so PowerDot from Salesforce. That's 
kind of our, our next platform for moving forward with sales and marketing. And I guess it's quite a good, you're quite a good target company for kind of account-based marketing where you have the potential to have some very large clients who have a lot of infrastructure that needs to be reviewed across a lot of levels. So yeah, the, the combination of Salesforce Pardot and then kind of data armor on the top, really showing all the, the kind of touch points you have with your, your top clients and where the potential is really has the um yeah the potential to to drive a lot of value yeah and i think the way the way that will tie in uh using the integrations to our erp systems we'll get that full picture of everything from first touch of a of a lead right through to the buying and spending habits of well-established customers who who've been with us for years i've done quite a lot of account-based marketing myself obviously being in the marketing department at salesforce and, and from previous companies and i am starting to see that there's lots and lots of more companies jumping on the bandwagon to do account-based marketing. I mean, Giles, have you, have you seen this as well? And, and how are you supporting your clients with making them stand out a bit more with, with that side? Yeah, we, we are seeing it more and more. I think there's a certain type of client that works particularly well for, like, like I was saying before, um, where you've got less large clients, where you've got a lot of potential to sell them multiple services and really target them with a lot of your marketing sales and pre-sales resource. Um, I think someone like NC has a lot of potential, but also others in the market are kind of moving towards this direction. But one of the kind of prerequisites is, yeah, having your infrastructure and your uh, data in the right place so that you can um, really know how you've targeted them, know what interactions they're having with you on your websites, your email campaigns, et cetera. So the combination of those different kind of products, like we were talking about, like Pardot, Salesforce, Datarama, and then also bringing in, as Danny was saying, your ERP. I mean, we, we've obviously done a lot of stuff with NCC around joining that data up, um, kind of using a MuleSoft in the middle to, to make sure you've, you're joining all your data and getting your data points in the right place. Um, I, I think, yeah, it, you're seeing it it move in that direction for the clients it's relevant for. So business services, that whole customer-centric approach isn't isn't an easy transformation for them to pivot to. So from your experiences and your experiences of your colleagues at CloudShift, where does that initial conversation trigger point start from and how do they build that journey? Yeah, I think, as you say, you can't go from maybe nothing to suddenly becoming a full customer-centric business overnight. You need to kind of have steps in the journey and then each step you see how that worked was there some improvements and benefits so you often see kind of starting on on more of the marketing side where you've you have the touch points with your customers and you're seeing what they're doing with you um, and then from there um, you can drive and interact what your what other marketing campaigns you're sending to them what marketing information you're getting from them and drive your sales and marketing around the information you have. So Danny, you've had CloudShift deliver a Salesforce solution for a couple of years now. What what, what are the outcomes that you're seeing and what, what does Next look like for you? We've, we've finally got everybody using one shared CRM solution, which is, is massive for us. And I think the benefit of just having that data visibility in one place is has been quite remarkable. Was it quite an easy move to client being more client-centric? Uh, I wouldn't say it's been easy. So I think the key for us is is getting getting Salesforce in, as Giles says, that's 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 a foundation. That's making sure that everybody's is looking at the same data, everybody's following the same process, 
and that has then allowed us to to sell and deliver more what's the word so we're more so leveraging our systems to enable that interaction with the customers to be more seamless so for example we're able to understand buying patterns we're able to look at the costing of what we're offering to to different customers and tie that into uh the services which they are looking for in the context of their business i think having that underpinning process in place which cloud shift have helped to, to define and then map into salesforce has ensured that we've got alignment between sales delivery and support functions so then you're almost you're passing that baton through the different stages of the different gates seamlessly and everybody understands what they need to do when they need to do it and also what's come before and what's going to come after so they're not just looking at their own particular area in in isolation you've got delivery guys who are looking to the left to see how they can support and what's coming down the pipeline we've got salespeople looking to the right to make sure that the stuff they have sold is actually being delivered and the customer's getting a good experience and then you tie that in with all the other systems and processes we've implemented and we can we can actually look at our pipeline and our forecast and we can see what that looks like into the future. So we got a clear view of business that's that's coming up, business that's already being delivered. And having all that information in one place or through one conduit via uh, the integration and the, the single source of data helps us to make those decisions in terms of direction or um, how we position ourselves. There's a huge value you add for a professional services firm like NCC or anyone where if you've got a very um, smooth link between your sales and your delivery, of course, you, you generate value by delivering products, but you can only sell them. You only deliver them and sell them if, if you've got capacity. So really joining that, that sales process or that delivery process is so, so important to creating value. Because let's say a client urgently needs a review next week of some web application, and you may have 10 people free who are available to do it, or you may have none. So that's why it's so key to really join up the data, the processes uh, between those two functions so that if if you do have the availability, the salespeople knows they can go into the uh, the meetings with the client. They can they can seek um, those opportunities knowing there's the capacity. Whereas if the capacity is not there for two weeks, you need to know that at the sales point. So you're really kind of putting your customer at the center and, and giving them the expectation for when you can deliver on, on what their their requirements are. Yeah, and I guess I'll assume from that then um, we can also assume that the delivery teams then become sellers because they're in the account and they're looking for new opportunities themselves. Is that what you're starting to see? I think what, we, what we've actually seen exactly to that point is we've, through having Salesforce implemented, we've also Im- implemented uh, an application that allows those delivery consultants out on customer size customer site sorry to feed directly back into the sales um, pipeline so create opportunities which can then be picked up and managed by the account managers and that probably wouldn't have happened in the past right those conversations would have probably just died a death at the water cooler yeah or it would have been lost in in a mountain of emails somewhere else but now it's fed straight back into the pipeline so then there's visibility and an allocation of that lead or that opportunity to the right people based upon what's being asked yeah it's harmonized globally so there's one one system for doing this was, as you say, in the past, there's many emails going to many different people and may or may not be followed up on. Thanks, Danny. Thanks, Charles. Danny, can you just um, maybe just summarise what's next for NCC and Charles? If you could maybe just give the, the listeners a final view, what you think might happen with business services over the next 12 months? 
Yeah, so from the NCC perspective, getting Salesforce Sales Cloud into the organization was the first step. So we're, we're currently moving through the, the final stages of our initial SGT program, where we, we're looking to make sure that our ERP system is fully integrated. We've got that seamless end-to-end order-to-cash process mapped into the systems and the data flows from one end to the other. And um, so we're hoping to get that wrapped in the coming months. And then we're also, whilst we are moving through that, that finalization of the process, we're implementing Pardot, for example. Uh, we're looking at some channel tooling, which is going to hook into Salesforce as well. So we're really looking to use what we've built so far as a foundation to further leverage the possibilities which that cloud system give us and ensure that we're, we're getting the right MI out of the system and we're, we're really getting the most out of that data. Great. Thanks, Danny. And Giles, what do you, what's, what's the future? look like for cloud shift and business services as a whole yeah I, th- I think we're starting to see a lot of traction in the, in the kind of marketing side really joining up with your different channels um, really connecting to those and and salesforce so you've got y- your different marketing routes so you can really analyze where you're spending your money where you're getting your results and then make quick decisions around changes you want to make to, to really maximize the value of your your marketing and spend effort So thank you, Danny and Giles, for joining us today. Uh, Really interesting to find out more about your businesses and more collaboration going forwards as well, which is great. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks. It's been really interesting chatting. Join us next week to explore the issues and challenges that affect those working in business services. From professional, legal and real estate services to recruitment and educational services, we'll discover how we can find solutions to their problems. I'm Corvin Dahari. And I'm Sarah Paul. This is Blazing Business Trails. A business services podcast brought to you by Salesforce.